Okay, I know I love this fucking thing, but I'm not some axe murderer. I just know tomorrow's work will go a lot easier if I have a sharp tool to hack at wood with. I call it work, but I know it's not a job. I'm through with the bullshit of running a company in a city where assholes are in charge. So now I polish an axe blade instead of running the trucking company I built from the ground up. Well, that I built with my best friend, Dean. Sleeping with the sheriff's daughter got me into trouble, which really fucked with our business plan. Dean was pissed I slept with her because next thing we knew, Sheriff Martin was doing anything in his power to screw with us. Namely, me. It wasn't my fault. I didn't know who the hell she was. The next thing I knew, we had taxes and fees slapped on our fucking truckloads every time I went to the way station. Sheriff Martin wanted me out of Coeur d'Alene. That's bullshit. No man can tell me what I can do. I left on my own terms. I can sleep with who I want, when I want. And the last thing I wanted was to screw over Dean. I'm not a motherfucking asshole. I took my name off the ledgers and became a silent partner. And got the fuck out of there. Now, my life has become pretty damn familiar. But I knew that would happen when I decided to ship out here, set up my man cave in the woods. Jameson starts barking like a goddamned fool and I shake my head. I love my Irish wolfhound, but he gets all wiry out here in the woods, in a way he never was in the city. Every noise, every rustle, every gust of wind causes his ears to stand, his back to arch. Maybe it's just that out here he feels alive. I can relate. Jameson is going nuts now, barking up a real shitstorm. God damn it, what's your deal? I ask, standing. I walk to the window and pull back the shades. Maybe some big-ass black bear has wandered down the mountain. But what I see causes me to jump back in surprise. This is no bear. Not even a cub. I pull open the front door. Shit, the only door in this one-room cabin. What the hell are you doing out in a snowstorm? I yell to the woman, Jameson barking behind me. She's terrified, eyes wide and bright blue. Her hands clench a phone, using it as a flashlight, and her neck is wrapped with a hand-knit white scarf. I, I, I'm lost, she says, melting in a pool of tears out there in the snow. She's gonna freeze to death if she keeps crying. Ice crystals are gonna streak her cheeks. What the hell are you doing? You some crazy-ass fool? I ask. No, I'm just really, really cold. I run my hands through my hair, trying to assess the fucking situation. Come in. I pull the door open wider, not wanting some woman's death on my back. And fuck, this woman is beautiful. Looks like a motherfucking doe in the snow-covered forest. Innocence and purity her cheeks rosy red, her eyes a glistening blue. Thank you. She steps inside, not bothering to stomp off the snow she's carrying with her. This girl has no clue where she is or what she's doing. Grabbing a heavy-duty flashlight from the shelf by the door, I scan it out over the road. In the far distance, I see the outline of a vehicle. A small one. A fucking hatchback. 
You drove through the Idaho State Forest in January in that piece of shit? I ask, confused as to why this mild creature would be alone out there, at night. In that piece of what? She asks, disoriented. She spins, taking in my cabin, and when she does I see that beneath her fitted parka is a round little ass and curvy hips. Her blonde hair spills over her shoulders, nearly hitting her narrow waist. You drove that tiny car in the snow, in January? Whose dumbass idea was that? I ask. She may be gorgeous, but she made a few terrible decisions.